Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. And now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam. Every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood, and that's a covenant. Yeah. What's good? <laughs> What's good? Yeah. Welcome back to another week. Yes. Of the Urban X Podcast. The Urban X Podcast. The Urban X Experience. Right, we here. I got these dark shades on because I'm I'm feeling Hollywood on y'all. We doing good numbers. You know how niggas get when we start doing numbers and shit. You know what I mean? First, I was gonna go buy a brand new car. First, before we get started, uh, to the people that are watching on YouTube, uh, we were, we were supposed to have a guest here today, but it didn't work out. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, it didn't work out. Show business, V. It's show business. Show business. You know what I mean? So now I got to get extra on y'all. I went and looked at the Bentley. I was like, huh, these numbers we doing. And they was like, yo, bruh, bruh, 17,000 followers, bruh. It was like, we we can't even lease you the bands. I was like, really? Like... Like, like, what the numbers got to look like? They was like, bro, yeah. you're not yeah. there. Not so, yet. Soon, you know. But thank you for all the subscribers Yeah, um, that are tuning in every week. <clears throat> thank you for our patrons. We got a Patreon page. Yeah, Dope. yeah, the Patreon page is starting to pick up. Dope Patreon page. Like, yes, I'm, I'm in my bad. I done taught three classes already. Dope. Class. And I'm starting to hit that stride. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if you're into that, you know what I'm saying, and you want to hear me teach an alternative... Uh, brand of hip hop, you know, then then that's what it oh. is. I try to use uh, a hip hop lens on things that are not necessarily related to hip hop, 
uh, just to show the growth of what hip-hop is and potentially is. As you see today, I'm wearing that shirt from last week that I got, you know what I'm saying? Up in the Bronx with the people of Fresh. See, I wore my shirt yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't like, smart. Like, yeah. yeah, why would you? I don't know, my fault. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know, see? I thought we were always in sync. We both got new shirts. I said, we'll wear them on the show. And you don't have your, your Hollywoods on. I don't, yeah. All right. All right. All right. This one is. Big up to everybody out in the chat room. We love you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Uh, you have no idea. We really look forward to just doing this, you know, sharing some concepts mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Making sure we don't step on too many people's, you know, feats and ideas. Because what your thing is, we trying to embrace it and just add our thing to it to get things. That's that's one of the benefits of our show being on Thursdays. Right. We get the end of the week. Everybody be done let right. off already. Right. And then we get to come in and, and, and try yeah. to clean up things or just. Add a different perspective. On add it. a different perspective. That's what, that's, that's what <clears throat> Urban X is about. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. So, young man, uh, talk to me. What you know? What's going on? How was your week? First of all, uh, my week was my week was good. My week was I good. See you, uh, you know, hitting the gym a little listen, bit. Listen, man. Listen, man. Don't, don't be sweating. I see me, you. Boy. I see you. Don't be sweating. Me, I man. see. You see little pecs and all that. I'm, I'm out here, man. I I'm see. Like I, this is like the most consistent I've been in the gym since uh, I think my freshman year in college. You know, I actually did a couple of curls myself. <laughs> I was curling like jelly donuts and shit this morning. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, these jelly donuts. Oh my god! But this has been the longest that you've uh, yeah. Because like so when since, I since football since I played because football, football yeah. was consistent. Yeah, I mean, I, you had to. It was I had mandatory. no choice. Yeah. Like at Alfred, <clears throat> they wouldn't let you leave the gym unless you finished the program for that day. Okay. 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 And then when I transferred to Old West, the gym was like a prison gym. Like you get it gave like no, and then the culture at the school like it wasn't a different. Uh, it was a different culture. Like nobody really wanted to go to the gym. But did they have a football team at No, OS? no football team at OS. Okay, well then that that makes sense. See, Alfred had a football team, and so the they had to have state of the art. And the, yeah, the gym they just opened up a brand new gym on the campus. Like I just saw videos on Facebook with it, but the gym was like state of the art, and like everybody went. Right. Like right. no matter what, like everybody went to the gym, so it was kind of like a thing. And then once I graduated college, you like, turned into a bum. You know, started no, smoking crack. No, no, uh, no, no? You, no. You didn't take it that far. No, I didn't take it that far. But okay. I was just a slouch. Like I had no real, like eh. no, no motivation yeah. to get that done. Yeah, yeah. And then I started working behind the desk. Then it got really bad. Oh, that was really bad. Yeah, yeah. that's like the Incredibles. Yeah. Uh, hello, he's yeah. these big ass muscles. He's behind yeah. the desk. And yeah, absolutely, that'll really do it. You can yeah. that'll stagnate your whole growth. Mm -hmm. And you're dealing with uh, just mediocre shit, exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? Pushing papers. And... So, but I'm back in it, you know what I'm saying? Getting back to it. Okay, and, and you're like, what, 24? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good age. Yeah. That's a real good age. Yeah. You know, when I reflect back at 24, um, I had just started working for Transit. Right. But I had just also launched uh, Bib Records, Black Independent Brothers Records. Mm -hmm. And we were getting ready to put out an independent project. So, pretty, you launching this. Right, so exactly. That, that's, that's pretty cool. But I, I also have my own apartment at 16 and signed to B-Boy Records at 19. I don't want to throw that in your face. I'm just saying, I don't know what you was doing at 19. He also had a son and one on the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I had to grow up big. Nah, but see, I'm not on, I'm not but, on that. I'm but not on I'm that. simply saying. I'm not on that. I'm simply saying I'm not holding you to those standards. But um, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. We're going to. We're gonna, we, 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 yeah, yeah, but he beats me, 
He does. And he beats me in places that y'all won't see the scars. Like, he beats me under my no. armpits and on the bottom of my feet <laughs> so that y'all won't see the scars. Be- behind the knee. Behind the knee and all the little places, you know. Yeah. He does a lot of things to his dad that ain't right. But with that being said, uh, I'm very proud of you. Uh, you're on the right path. I appreciate it. Uh, I remember when I got the call from you and saying, your dad, I can't do this no more. Yeah. <clears throat> Something's got to give. And I yeah. say, yo, bro, uh, you know, we've established this company yeah. 10 years before, but we would just kind of, yeah. you know, had something to put out some of my books and tapes. And I said, bro, it's all here ready for you, established, laid out. You just have to bring that energy. Yeah. And, and, and make something of it, and 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 here we are. I'm I'm looking at Benzes, you know, yeah. but not with seventeen thousand <laughs> subs. Not with seventeen thousand yeah. subs. All right, so let's get into this. So we got to start off the show. We're acknowledging the queen who made her transition today. <clears throat> Absolutely, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, the queen of soul, uh, has made her transition. Uh, if you know anything about soul music, she embodied it all. She was also entrenched in the uh, civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Heavy, her father rolled with Dr. King. She uh, she put up a lot of money to get a lot of people out on on, on bail yeah. who, who were protesting. You know, she did a lot for soul music, and um, I, I believe, hope I, I wasn't her that she put up money for Angela Davis. Uh, she probably did because she put up a lot of money. Yeah. Because remember, during that time, our our artists were the only ones who had an influx mm-hmm. of cash, and everything was everything back then. Everybody was connected. If you played ball, you was connected to the civil rights. Mm-hmm. You was connected to the Panthers. You know, Malcolm X. People think he was isolated by himself. No, Sam, Sam Cooke and all these people were all uh, Jim Brown. They all because it, it was one story being told. And our struggle as a people was one struggle. There was no social media. There was no divide and conquer. Everything moved in one accord. And the music was a soundtrack to our uh, struggles and what we was going through. And I hope the ancestors are are, are proud of of what she has done and receive her well. You know what I mean? So... Uh, we definitely want to send our condolences out to her family. Yeah, I thought she because like she it, there were reports out that she was gravely ill on Monday, and then I think like on Tuesday it said she was talking and stuff. So I was I thought that was I thought that was odd. Yeah, and, and then you know I put up a post, uh, and that post said, "R.I.P. the Queen Aretha Franklin." It's ironic that Nicki named her album Queen, and it's in her feelings right now about lack of R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And um, I did that because the synchronicity mm-hmm. and the timing yeah. was just just ironic, not a conspiracy theory, just ironic that, uh, you know, Nikki is declaring herself the queen of, of rap uh, and, you know, the actual queen has ascended and Nikki is fighting for R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. And, um, you know, so... A lot of times the synchronicity is what it is. And, you know, with, all, with that being said, also the so-called king of rock and roll, Elvis, also ascended on this day. In what year? Uh, 1977. 1977, okay. So, um, you know, you, you get your king and queen connection there. And also look forward to the next two or three days mm. 
A lot of times white people will try to send out one of their iconic figures uh, along with Aretha because she, you know, of course the vortex that she will leave will be a huge one in which they know that um, their, their pioneers can never reach that plane. Mm. But, you know, the, you know, if you go out on the whirlwind, so sometimes that happens. Also, Freddie Jackson, I saw recent pictures of mm. Freddie Jackson. Uh, he looked about 100 pounds, so we, we want to pray for him as well. I don't know what his actual condition is, <clears throat> mm -hmm. but it's important that we make these connections um, at a certain time because I thought she died two or three days ago, right. and they were waiting until this particular day because mm. uh, she goes out on the seven. Right. You know what I'm saying? One in six is seven. Of course, uh, James Brown went out on the seven. Michael Jackson went out on the seven. Uh, Tupac, you know, mm. age 25. Aaliyah went out on the 25th. So all of these iconic figures, mm. uh, you know, go out on this seven energy. Not all of them, but a right. lot of them do. Right. And so a lot of times they, they'll wait, you know, for a specific, you know, star configuration to say, okay, now we can release uh, that energy. So just pay attention over the next two or three days. I could be wrong. Uh, you know, death flows in threes a lot. But look for an iconic white figure to all of a sudden, you know, mm. get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You better get out. Why, why? <laughs> That's a gaping hole Aretha has left uh, as she transcends because we know energy never dies. And she never really liked Nikki, you know, side note. She really wasn't feeling Nikki's music. But then again, she wasn't feeling a lot of people. Oh, okay. You know, uh, she was a true diva. But she, So, but a lot of people don't give her credit because she wrote, like, composed a lot of her own music, too. A lot of people, by that time, weren't doing everything. Well, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. She yeah, was she, out there for respect. She, she also went it. through some traumatic things in her childhood mm -hmm. uh, that we. it's no need for us to really, you know, speak about now. But um, seventy six is it's it's a good that's a good uh, that's a pretty good uh, time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A lot of years on the planet, uh, you know. So we love her. I mean, come on, your mother <clears throat> and your mother's mother are, are truly uh, mm -hmm. devastated at this time because one of their own has, uh, you know, made that transition. So, you know, much respect. All right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Uh, so there's rumors out that... Uh, Am remember Amarosa from The Apprentice? Amarosa, of course. Yeah. Of course. She was the black lady, uh, the only black uh, chief of staff of uh, people working in the White House. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he fired everybody else. Um, so apparently... Well, she has a book coming out. I think... It, did it come out this week? It's coming out this week. Or okay. it dropped already. But uh, apparently it's about her time in the White House, supposed to be like a tell-all or whatever. And then <clears throat> supposedly she has um, a lot of these secret recordings of Trump, and apparently one of them he's saying nigga on it. Um, I, and people are so hype about it because they think like this, this is, is it. This is going to be they the finally thing. they <laughs> finally got him. Yeah. This dude is Teflon Don. Yeah, he, that's like I don't understand. Like why would after everything he said, why would that surprise you? Yeah. I mean, he stopped short of saying nigga in every speech. He say the blacks, but he be ready to say these niggas, yeah. uh, these niggas is yeah. next. I did more for these niggas than Obama. He, I swear, one time he was getting ready to say that shit and yeah. then he caught himself. So, listen, this whole thing now is trolling. 
This whole Trump situation is rowing up a lot of energy. I keep saying it every week. You have to look at this objectively. You have to step back and just process the information. If he said nigga, so what? What does that mean? Like, it's not going to force people in Congress to go, all right, now. Oh, we, 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 we definitely have to take him down the, now. The, the, uh, for the people, He's got kids in cages. Yeah. And the people that are, like, so hyped for the chance for impeachment, like, DJ Envy, every time Angela Rye goes on The Breakfast Club, he goes, how close are we to impeaching him? Dude, that, that, and impeachment, it, it, people don't understand how government works. Impeachment is just like an indictment. That's really what it is. It's not absolutely. We, absolutely, it's not, we just getting him out of office. It's like we're bringing him up on stuff, and then that's a process yeah. in itself. And then you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna start a war, <clears throat> and then you can't bring. And, and then, then you can't, can't, can't impeach, and, him. And impeach him. That's the way that goes. And then you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting it's. Uh, um, I'm thinking about it now because it's already 2018. It's already four. Four months into 20, going into 2019, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, damn, he really got through this whole... He got through it, bro. He's getting through this whole he's presidency. He's getting through this because of, again, uh, the vortex left or the void left by Obama mm. and the racist... Listen, these people in this country are just racist. You're just going to have to deal with it. I'm pretty sure Malcolm's going to be putting up some images of some racist stuff and it created such... An anti-Obama movement that anything Trump says, and these people in these trailer parks are not very bright. Right. Let's keep that in mind. These are not very bright people, but all they know is... First of all, if you're poor and you're a Republican... Yeah, that's that, that's enough in itself to let you know that you who I'm talking to. Like, you, right, exactly, right. you know who you're talking to. Right. So uh, you know, and, and then we also have to understand this out there in the chat world. A uh, big up to Audio Boom. Big up to our podcast followers out there. Um, it's also t- uh, important to understand this: rich people will never let you vote them out of this out of their power. That's just a myth. It's no way they're gonna say, "Okay, we have all this power." Oh, y'all voted us out. Oh, well, we don't have the power. That's just all a myth, and it's all crazy. So keep in mind that that's not going to happen, and uh, uh, Trump is going to finish his term unless they decide otherwise yeah. for some other yeah. reasons. And you know, they're also trying to incite race wars in this country. You know, it's 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 revving up uh, a day by day with each and every event of something you know happening of racist nature. But Trump is not going anywhere unless it's in the cards for them to decide he's going somewhere. So what do you think about the people that are on Omarosa's side now? Like, oh, cool. Now, first of all, y'all hated Omarosa just a month ago. Mm-hmm. Y'all called her a whole bunch of names bed and this winches. and that. Yeah, yeah, bed winches yeah. and all this old kind of stuff. And now all of a sudden, she's playing the victim card on y'all. And now you want to rally behind her. Again, mind control at its best. And she may have tapes of uh, 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 Trump I heard somebody, saying I heard some, somebody else that was on The Celebrity Apprentice had a whole bunch of stuff on him. And he was just like, nah, I'm not released. One, he, it was a white dude. He said because he just, your life could be on the right, line. Right. That's what he said. He was just like, nah. Absolutely. Your life could be on the line. Nah, yeah. This is not a game, ladies and gentlemen. You need to check the Clintons who stole all that money out of Haiti and, and all the journal, uh, journalists who are investigating them that are continuing to come up missing on a regular basis. Yeah. It's important to tune into the alternative news because a lot of times they be giving it up. And this is not alternative conspiracy theorists. These are white people mm. who are patriotic. 
Those are the white people you need to rock with because they ain't got nothing personal against black people per se. They know that this country is in trouble because uh, the Constitution is being violated all up and down. So these people in particular. Yeah, I didn't know how much power the president actually had until Trump got in office. Ooh, because he's exercising. He's flexing his muscle. That's all he's doing. Every time people like, no, I could recuse myself for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. A uh, president is not liable for that. Like, Absolutely. So Whoa. whoever's in his ear is putting him on and telling him uh, what time it is and how this is actually done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, don't, don't put too much energy into this devil business. Uh, you know, keep your first eye open to things as they may relate to us and what we're going through. But remember, we are a continuous uh, entity in this world. <laughs> you know what I mean? No matter who the president is, our situation has nothing to do with that. And I, I'm going to continue to preach that because nothing proves to be any different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know. But um, uh, we saw uh, um, Black Klansman the other day, right? Yes. And there was a lot of parallels between that, what was happening in that movie what's going on today, which I thought was... Really clever on Spike's part. Yeah, so we getting into the into. Uh, yeah, we might as well because it, it kind of goes. We getting into the Black Klansman. Yeah. Okay, so what was your actual thought to the movie? So okay, I thought it was a good movie. Okay, okay, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I thought uh, Spike needed it because like his last few movies were just not it. Uh huh. Um, I thought and for I before um he came out with. Uh, the She's Gotta Have It Netflix series, I thought he kind of just lost it completely. I thought he, I thought the I, um, the way movie and cinema just kind of passed him. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, well, well, see, a lot of times, uh, right, the niche and in, in how movies are made changes. Changes, and I think he was still stuck. <clears throat> and you get stuck in how yeah. you used to do things, and it's important to be uh, uh, flexible so that you can right. take advantage of the new Technology right. and where the trends are going, unless your movies come across as a little old school. That's what it, it wasn't even old school. It was just kind of like the way it was written, and you could tell like he he had like a hundred percent of him in those movies. In this right. one, you could tell he, somebody probably like listen, just do it like this. So it. tell me about the movie. I saw it, but tell me about it in uh, terms so it was, of how you felt about it. It's about a black detective. Uh, he gets uh, with one of his partners in his in that division, and they infiltrate the local Ku Klux Klan chapter and we, you know David Duke who's still alive by the mm -hmm. way yes yes this still, is a true story yeah, who's still, based on a true story based on a true story and yeah they would be, he was able to successfully infiltrate it mm. right so I told you I like the movie I just think I'm, I don't want to spoil it for the people out there I just think he Spike tripped at the finish line well what I found out about the finish of the movie was it was released on the actual date of Charlottesville. Oh. So in understanding that, okay. the end of it made a little bit more sense. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? Just a little bit more sense. Okay. Um, you know, again, the infiltration of the Klan, but he also infiltrated the black community. He was an agent. This is true. At the same time. At the same time. So let's understand he, he had wiretaps on him as he was... Uh, going you know, to black, going um, to the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. But what you saw is the same things that's going on today to show you that uh, we are uh, uh, reliving, uh, recycling, and reliving experiences. And then what I thought was dope too, like a lot of the dialogue from both sides, right from the from the white supremacist side and black side, they both 
I think we're dropping little jewels of uh, common beliefs that are still today. Absolutely, nothing. A lot hasn't and changed, I, and not just from um, not just from just pure racism. Like I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about conspiracy theories that still. Uh, around today, it, absolutely, it was, it was dope. It was so, dope. So again, like the, I like, yeah, the writing was really dope. What I what I always try to do is tell you it's important that we don't uh, recycle the same experiences and expect a different result. Yeah, and just black power. It's just that the sisters had afros and the brothers had afros, but the dialogue could have been today. Yeah, on both sides. So how does your government keep you suspended? In time, in a sense where you think you're moving forward, but you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? When all the smoke cleared, you're really not. So I, we're marching. We was marching then. Young, uh, 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 The white woman accused the black dude of rape when yeah. the police showed up. He raped me. You got white people on the phone right, right. now. <clears throat> so you're seeing a lot of the same things happening, and we're doing the same things. And then remember, right after we, right, uh, right after we got out the theater, what did he say? Same thing. Like was like nothing changed. Absolutely, nothing has changed. Absolutely, like, even though that was a good movie, cool. You feel good about it's it. It's a feel good movie. And at the end, you just kind of like, all right, and, what happened? And, and, and see, that's why I was disappointed because Spike should know better at this particular time. We don't need no more feel good movies. Um, so me, I gave it two thumbs down. I mean, two thumbs down. I gave it two thumbs down. Really? Usually in Spike's movies, let me let me explain. There's a moment in Spike's movies that really touched my heart, that really gets my heart pounding. Like he really uh, uh, cinematically captures something that we're going through. But due to the use of social media and us being desensitized by a lot of these events that are going on and they're recurring events, mm-hmm. kid gets shot down, shot in the back. Recurring events, we're marching. Recurring events, white people mm. are taking recurring events. It didn't have the same effect for me that it normally does. And as a result, I kept waiting for Spike to put something in this movie that wanted to make me leave the movie theater angry. And I didn't. I left like, okay, I get it. And so for me, it was two thumbs down, Eli. You're giving away too much of the movie, dude. No, no, no. Uh, there's a bomb scene in the movie that Eli's talking about. And if he had went all the way through with it, perhaps, but he didn't. So because he didn't, I still walked away uh, not usually emotionally as charged of a Spike Lee movie as I normally am. So and he was trying to go for the emotional thing at the end. But it's like... Scene, and I thought, like I said, the end was dirt. Right, right. Absolutely. I walked away like, huh? I was so confused. Like, huh? Like, really, what? Spike? Like, really, Spike? And, 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 and again, that let me walk out of the theater feeling like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I should have went to see uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, you know what I, you I know went what to I see out Mission of the Impossible. What'd you walk out of the theater saying? It felt like... Even with a black movie, Black Klansman, he still was trying to go mainstream. Absolutely. And he was still trying to be accepted by the, the Academy or something. Well, again, who's, who's cutting these checks? Mm-hmm. You don't know who's cutting right, these right, checks right, right, behind right. the scene. Uh, you don't know um, who's, you know, I see Key and Peele or one of the... Uh, no, Peele, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. The one Peele. who did Get Out. Is that the one with the white wife? Yes. Okay, so uh, he was involved with the movie as well. That has nothing to do with it. I just said that. 
So, you know, yeah, I, that, I'm petty. That, I'm petty. But now I associate him with the white wife. Um, but, you know, he helped him write this movie, and uh, yeah. we see what he did with Get Out. And, I think you know, he executive produced it, so I don't or know. Or executive produced it. So go see the movie. Um, it has some, 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 some moments in it. But um, what I'm after now, uh, from, from a cinematic standpoint, I, I just was disappointed. So that okay. was just me. You know? Okay, oh, but... Fun fact, that was Denzel Washington's son. Oh, yeah. Now, that, his performance was good. Yeah. As a matter of fact, sometime I closed my eyes in the theater, and he sounded like Denzel. Some of his mannerisms is yeah. like his father. Yep. And you he, know what I mean? He was, the one, uh, he was one of the little kids at the end of the Malcolm X movie. I am Malcolm X. That was one of the African kids. Bro. Oh, that was African kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that wasn't him? That wasn't That's him. my favorite kid. He said, I am Malcolm X. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite yeah. kid. But his kid was one mm-hmm. of the kids in the yep, movie. Yep. So now it comes full circle. Yeah. And now he's working with Spike. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I get some of the things. I just, I just wanted more. I really did. Yeah, I agree. I, I, really I, 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 I agree. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, have you listened to Nicki Minaj's album? Yes. You yes. To, you want to talk about this? Let's talk about this, man. Let's 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 uh. Because we, it's only right. We talked about Cardi's album when it absolutely, came out. Absolutely, absolutely. Only right. Absolutely. So you you go first. Okay. Because uh, I'm pretty sure you have a nice, clear, uh, concise breakdown. Yeah. Of you know Cardi's album. Oh, so this is Nicki's album, Queen. Uh, Nicki's album, Nicki's. Her Queen. prior album to this was four years ago, I think, with the Pink Pink Print. Now, four years is a long time in hip hop. Yeah, it is a long, long time. time. And then. Prior, between the four years, where she kept like um, going in, she kept uh, doing features for uh, for other artists, and she kept doing this thing. It's annoying where she would tweet out a line she said back when, or, oh, okay. rec- or she would tweet some records she's broken back when, and like, see, like I'm still here, and it's like, all right, we just want to hear the music, but right, right, right. I, with all that, I digress, right. I thought this album was way too long. It was 19 songs. 19 songs. Okay. I can only take Nicki in small doses. But for this, for the sake of this podcast, I listened to the album. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I thought it was too long. I thought it was um, all over the place. Okay. So it, was, it wasn't cohesive. It wasn't cohesive at all. Okay. Um, okay. And then some of the... Odyssey last... shaking her head like that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We got the whole family here tonight. Yeah. We all here. And then... It was in, it wasn't cohesive, and some of the lines I think she thinks are hard are not hard. Are not, and it's just like yo. Um, and then it makes me question: Did I really think she was a good rapper? Because she 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 can rap, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, when the the Barbie Dream drink came out, I initially liked it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh cool, but I totally forgot she she did that already. I totally forgot uh, Lil Kim did that already. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was just kind of oh that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So and then um, everything she's been doing after the album just turns me off from her too. Okay, okay. Let me know when it's when it's when it's my turn. Yeah, got it. It's my turn. Yeah, got it. All right. Um, first of all, I want to say this. I tell everybody out there that all I do is judge the music. I don't get into your behaviors. Oh, okay, I did all of that. I never do that. <laughs> I did because all of that. It, it can taint your. Ability to just process the music. Okay. The music from an artist is, it's, 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 that's all they have. A lot of these artists are crazy. A lot of these artists live out on the edge. A lot of these artists are on drugs. A lot of these artists, when they try to 
uh, exist in the earthly realm of things, it's twisted for them. Okay. So their music is their way of their outlet of expressing who they are. So for me, I always just listen to the music. Now, I want to state some things clearly. She is clearly a better MC than Cardi B. Okay? She proved that time and time again. You know what I'm saying? Her lyrics are polished. Uh, she writes them on her own as she clearly went to flex and said, uh, chime in at any time. Nah, I think she does. And um, her music is also more polished. Now, that doesn't mean it's better. I want to be clear with that. See, the Nikki became such an iconic figure for rap because there was nobody to challenge her. But instead of people trying to mimic her, what Cardi did was she became the anti-Nikki. Okay. Let's be clear with that. See, once you come here, the universe is back. Mm -hmm. So you leave a whole void on the other side of somebody who can be real. Somebody who can uh, uh, not be as polished. Right. Somebody whose English ain't as, you know what I'm saying, sharp. Somebody whose hair might be a little fucked up. Somebody who's not afraid to say I came from the pissy beginnings. You know, and that's what Cardi is. So when you get so made up and polished as Nikki is, mm -hmm. Nikki's trying hard, you know what I mean, to replicate uh, Beyonce. She's trying to replicate uh, what's the, the, the white chick who, not, not Madonna, the new one, uh, who's trying to be Madonna. Ariana Grande? No, no, no. Say it. No, come on. The white girl who's crazy. She do the Super Bowls. She uh, Lady, big, Ga Lady, Gaga. Lady Gaga. So she's trying to create a persona for herself that sits above all of that. And because there was no competition, she had a great time to build mm -hmm. a foundation for herself. And then Cardi B came out and just was the polar opposite to a certain degree. A stripper. And no, uh, but this goes back to the conversation I have with you all the time about rappers and their egos and the way we as listeners consume their music. Absolutely. After a while. And then we get fed up with you That's giving us your ass to kiss. That's exactly what And happened. being all all Barbie, all like queen, you're all, on the throne, you're looking down on everybody. Absolutely. And and, uh, and Cardi's from the Bronx. She's a regular around the way chick. She's chill. She talks like around the way chick. And now we appreciate that because we want something authentic. Now, that's so, so with that being said, if Cardi gets like that, people going to get tired of her too. Then it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? So like So let me get down to the music now. Ahead. I like the uh the first song um, ganja, ganja, ganja burns. <clears throat> ganja burns. Uh, I didn't like the the Barbie dreams. To me, it wasn't. It didn't have any energy to it. It was like you can't miss with this. Let's get this hot beat that everybody know Biggie used. Let me take all of these rappers out here and try to add shock value. Was she, so I, I I didn't feel it. It could have been. Well, she should have just. That should have just been a freestyle. Right. A freestyle for the rollout. Right. Like, that yo, should have been a freestyle. Out. That shouldn't have been something placed in number three. Yeah. A strategic spot. Yeah. You know, number three and four. Those are just. Strategic that's when, that's spots. when you hit your stride. That's on when you album. hit your stride because you're always doing intro song. Right. You're trying to set us up what this is going to be about. You come with something else that segues into that joint that we go, oh, here we go. And now this album is popping. So that was a, a corny attempt to me, right? Yeah. Now, there were a few other songs that I felt that she displayed lyricism on. Yeah. Not that much. And she has to 
she has to please her pop crowd. She's not hip hop no more. She's hip pop, right? P O P, right? And along with that, there is you know an obligation. In my humble opinion, I'm too loud. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. There's an obligation, in my humble opinion, of uh, you know the, the audiences that you have to feed and you have to. And hers is more of a pop audience, so some of her tracks became out to be pop. But when I listened to the album in its totality, it wasn't a bad album, but it was not a classic album. I want to be clear with that. Oh, far from it. Far from classic. And as long as she made us wait, and by pushing the album back, I two think, months, I think she felt the pressure, and now um, she may be on her way out. See, this is the thing. This is what I and what I've been seeing online, right? A lot of people are going, you can't compare her and Cardi because they're in two different lanes, right? These are lanes that people are just creating in their mind, right? right? These they, are uh, fabricated lanes. Yeah, they're just saying Car- uh, Nikki's established, Cardi's just being here. So I think that's a lame excuse to not give you a true opinion on the album, me personally, okay. right? when people okay. are saying that. Because I feel like they're two women rappers... Who put out albums within months of each other? We're going. We're going to compare. Yeah, yeah. That that's just a natural thing. Now, I also spoke about uh, there. Are, you know, with Remy Ma also being in the equation, Remy Ma took a different approach. She went straight at the throne. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Where Cardi B was saying, "There's a big void left here of regular common people mm-hmm. who who Nikki has left behind." Because now she's ascending up into the pop realm of things and left all of this open ground. And in this open ground, Cardi B was birthed. And she took full advantage. Now, Cardi B's next album for us would be telling. Anybody can do it once. Can you do it again? Now, in that sense, you got to give... Nikki, you gotta give you Nikki gotta, her credit. Definitely, she definitely. has struck and she has struck again. Definitely, I just don't think this album was the one that would if she had shaved three or four songs yeah. off. I don't get these. Long and and albums. the song with with uh, 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 Foxy Brown was terrible. Terrible, Kenny. That was terrible, that was Kenny. Terrible, Kenny. Terrible, Kenny, Kenny. You shouldn't even <laughs> did that song. Kenny, that was terrible. Terrible. That was really bad. It sounded like Foxy was in some bullshit studio in Brooklyn and just spit some. Lyrics and, and it just came out really, really bad. The song was the song with Wayne, Rich Sex, trash. The song with Wayne, trash. Rich Sex, you know. So, but I thought, I thought, you know, it was choppy. I thought she had an album done and then she got a little nervous, yeah, and decided to throw a couple yep. of joints in yep. there that she thought would lift the album to another stratosphere and it didn't work. And you're seeing it in her behavior now. I will discuss her behavior, okay, after listening to the music. And trying to find out where she's going. She's fighting for her position. And she figures that she is the queen. That nobody has dethroned her. But a lot of times you can dethrone yourself. That's what's happening. And when you dethrone yourself. That's and what's you happening. She's yourself, breaking like every law in the 48 laws of power. Like every, every single Every single law she's breaking. She's talking too much. Yes. And so she's now. Not, she's not really in her fashion. She's, not, she's just breaking all the laws. And dude. as a result. You saw what happened today. The actual queen went out. I'm not suggesting that she will physically die, but her spirit, her soul, her fire, her spark could also take a plunge uh, as a result of this. So not queen behavior, B. Not queen behavior. At all. Absolutely. And yo, yo, you crazy, right? So when her and um, her ex Safari were going at it online, right? Yeah. 
He said, yo, you stabbed me. I almost died. Yes. And I had to lie and say I tried to commit suicide so they wouldn't arrest you. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, yeah. So nobody's bringing her up as an abuser of domestic violence, right? So, but... Again, and you know what's crazy? Meek, he kind of alluded to that, too. That she was crazy? Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. why So why is she not canceled? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is nobody online talking? That's, well, that's why. It's a double standard, but that's we why. are the last ones who should be talking about this double standards as true. men. This is true. So I can't right, really right. go there. My fault. You know, even as her, as a writer, we don't even give her credit as a writer because we don't think women can write. No disrespect. I know Sai Rock will... Let me tell you something. Sai Rock will body you. Now, Ruby Saylor will body you. Star will body you. Rhapsody. Ty Phoenix will body you. Rap, Rhapsody. Uh, Rhapsody mm. will. So these sisters, and that's just a few of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I know off the fact that gets their, their pen game yeah. is crazy. So whoever's coming up with that myth, but I understand if you come in with an iconic right-hand man like Biggie or Jay-Z, it's to be expected that they're going to coach you along and make sure your bars are up to standard and maybe even create ideas for you because real story, real this is a real story and wifey was in the car with me when we pulled up to Chris Lighty one day. He was getting his car service and I went to high school with Chris Lighty and he knew my pen game was crazy and I was like, yo, well, what's good? He said, well, I ain't nothing really popping right now, Doc, but if you want to write for Foxy, you let me know. You know what I'm saying? I chose not to because it would have forced me to write those kind of nasty bars that I really didn't want to yeah. portray our females in, but I could have also been a, a, a ghost for Foxy uh, through Chris mm. Lighty, who was my dude. You know what I mean? So RIP to Chris and wifey and Terry, she was in the car with mm. me. You know what I mean? So um, that just goes to show yeah. you, you know, that, you know, th those opportunities do present themselves and there are Plenty of ghostwriters. Plenty of ghostwriters. So before we get off this topic, what was your expectations for the album? Um, I had no expectations except that I thought iron sharpens, sharpens iron. Okay. So I listened to the Cardi B album, and it was just dope in its authenticity. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't fabricated. It wasn't made up. It was just, uh, this is a sister from the BX who, 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 who was, uh, you know... Uh, you know, putting her life on Front Street. And that's the, that's what hip-hop used to be about. Hip-hop wasn't all of this made up. Your ass is made up. Your titties are made up. Your eyebrows are made your up. Cheeks your are cheeks up, yeah. are made up. And yet you're going in on homies for his, for his hairline. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I thought that was so funny. So, so this is, you starting to believe that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, your shit is real. Yes. You know what I mean? Because if dudes started showing up with fake-ass muscles and shit in the club, I'm sitting there with a six-pack and shit, you know, nice dope haircut. <laughs> you see my bulge hanging down my leg and shit. And then we get home. And I take my chest <laughs> off and shit and pull out a fucking cucumber and shit and throw that shit to the side and pull my hair back and I got a big ass fucking George uh, Jefferson ball spot in the middle and pull my fucking teeth out and shit and be like, hey girl, let's get it. Then you be like, God damn. So <laughs> that's what we deal with. And y'all gotta, listen, listen, y'all gotta take all of this into consideration. So that, that goes back to a yeah. different double standard yeah. that we deal with. So I thought iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And I felt she would be like, okay, you push me in the corner. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Give it up to y'all. Because there's a such thing as like just letting the music speak for itself, right? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. When when um when Jay Z and them, when they come out with albums, they never do like anymore. They never do interviews. They, they don't, don't have to. They don't have to because they just kind of like yo. Yo, here it is. Here is it. Like here it is. Here it is. She's going to every interview. She's tweeting lyrics from the album that were trash. And that's showing. And then she's going, Yeah, I didn't get that. No, we got it. Yeah, it was trash. It was just whack. That's showing insecurity. Yeah. That's showing that now, uh, you know, what's insecure about you that, you know, your throne is not as solid as you would think it was. And, you know what I mean? But listen, I'm all for the music speaking for itself. Um, I didn't think it was a bad album, so no, I'm not going to sit here and trash her. Don't come at me like that. But I, I, I expected more. That's what, I that's what it was. More. I expected more. I expected more. I expected more. You know what I mean? And I didn't get it. And now you're trying to clean it up and do all these other things. And once the streets get tired of you, you can't get them back. Especially, and the very especially thing, in hip-hop. Especially, especially in hip-hop. Hip-hop fans are like the worst. You got to stay. You got to keep your foot on people's yeah. neck. Unless you somebody on such an iconic level, like Jay-Z or somebody, and, you know, where you can come out, Odyssey's going, no, not Jay-Z. Yes, Jay-Z. Or Drake. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Also, I feel like who also was going as a throne, possibly, is Tiana Taylor. Like, as, as a dark one. Who? Tiana Taylor. Oh, Tiana Taylor, but mm. she's more of an R&B kind of mix. And, and so it's not really hip-hop. Nah. You know, uh, uh, Nikki is standing on the fact that I write my own bars. I can come at a few of these dudes. But you know something? The people who are dancing on the floor, they don't care who wrote it. That, that's, those are hip-hop purists who care about that. If it's hot, it's hot. I don't, even me, I don't go, yo, I wonder who wrote that. I go, yo. Same. Kiki, same. do you love same. me when you lie? No, except, no, mm, mm. Well, you, I don't think about that when it's um. Do the Kumo D on y'all niggas. I don't think about that when it's uh wow, wow, w- women rapper. <laughs> if it, the rapper is a woman, I don't really think about it. I don't care who writes it. Right, long like, as it's, even if it's listen, hip hop and hip hop are two different things. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. When I found out Drake wasn't writing, it kind of threw me. Drake does write sometimes. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> he has to write something. Sometimes, yeah, no, but. But but listen, Drake is the culmination of hip pop. All right, he's the culmination. He's a Jew boy, yeah. right? Jews run the industry. He coming from the from the Draco star system. Now I'm getting all metaphysical on y'all and shit, right? And the North, right? The North Gate, which is Canada, right? So now we're dealing with that particular chakra, and he has sat around, he's an actor, mm-hmm. right? A great actor. A great actor, yeah. and rappers are what? Actors, mm. for the most part. None of y'all, most of y'all ain't really do all that shit y'all talking about. He figured out, give me a team of people mm-hmm. to help me manufacture what will be the best me. Right. Right? And he has mastered it. 50 billion streams. You can say what you want to say. He in a G5 or G6. Are they after the G6s now? I don't know. Whatever Jets they is flying <laughs> around. And listen, Pusha T gave him the business. Ain't nobody talking about Pusha T right now. His album is still the best. They're talking Kiki. You listen, love me. If, if you know, you know. Wow, wow. Yes. <laughs> if you know, you know. Downtown. Shoot. 149th Street. Convent. Okay. I used to do the WAP. Do I used to do all that shit? Dude, be in the club like Nobody this. can see you. WAP oh, They can see you, but nobody else can see you. 
Wapping. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. I'll do the WAP today. At my 50th birthday party, if my man DJ Pete throw on that WAP shit, I'm just going to start WAPing. Mm. Weibo, I just do the Weibo, the WAP, all that shit. So this is something we... Um you wanted to talk about like immediately last week. We we didn't. I don't think we got to it. No, no. It I think happen. it broke. Yeah, it broke right after. Right after, like Friday, this yeah. kind of broke. Uh, San Francisco. Um, this guy named uh, Dwayne Johnson was awarded two hundred eighty-nine million dollars. Two hundred eighty-nine million stacks. Um, because uh, the weed killer Roundup mm-hmm. uh, was found to cause terminal cancer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what's crazy? Doctors said he wouldn't even live to see that trial. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. What, yeah. Wow. And that same shit is in cereals. Yes. So I want to be clear with that. So this Monsanto, okay, we already know this is the artificial seed company, right? They're trying to create apples, oranges, and grapes with no goddamn seeds. So after you eat them, you can't even take the seeds from the shit you ate, plant them in your backyard, and make more apples. All right, the seeds is the information. But is this like the water, the seedless watermelon stuff? All of that, all oh, of that. Monsanto okay, okay. is trying to get ahead of all of that and put a, a, a damn a patent. Uh, a patent on the yeah. seeds. How are you gonna put a patent on nature? Mm. Once we start allowing that to happen, things are starting to get very, you can't very even collect rainwater. Crazy, you, you can't even collect collect rainwater. Yeah, so that so, should tell you something right there. Okay, that should tell you you think you're free in yeah. this country, right? Yeah. Your ass can't even collect rainwater. All right, so these Monsanto projects, these uh, uh, artificial fruits and vegetables, which don't give you information anymore. You eat mm. an apple <clears throat> in normal times. You know, when we were in tune with nature, the apple would give us information mm. based on its origins, our surroundings, and so forth and so on. Now you just eating emptiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, this emptiness that we're doing and eating, Monsanto is branching on into a whole bunch of stuff and now has killed. Oh, he's not transcended yet. He hasn't made the transition but goddamn, did you see him? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know he don't look he don't look too good, man, because he's been using that product. He's a gardener. Or yeah, something, he's right? a he's a school groundskeeper. He's a school groundskeeper, and um and and now he's out. So, but this will open up the gateway. Yeah. For a lot more people, because I've been using uh, Roundup, you know, in in on on the terrace. I got a piece of potty grass, you know, where my dog uh, makes his his business. I hear his line. And uh, I could be in line for some shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> when people start lining up, I'm just putting it in the record now. I've been using Roundup. And uh, I'm not feeling well. I don't give a fuck what y'all say about my kidneys. None of, nope, nope. Roundup. So when they start cutting those checks, but hopefully um, this will get them to pay attention to how important this is. You know, it's <clears throat> it's just crazy how like soulless some people are. Like you, you're trying to put a patent on seeds, yeah, so yeah. people can't grow food, so only you could grow food. Yeah, yeah. And they were selling fake seeds. I don't know if it was Monsanto in Africa, South Africa, where the farmers are trying to take back their land. Oh, somebody was selling these motherfuckers fake seeds. Oh. And they shit wasn't growing. They going, wait a minute. Shit should be growing by now. Fake seeds. I'm not putting that on Monsanto. I'm just simply saying I wouldn't be surprised. Because remember, we're moving more towards an artificial yeah. environment. I just ate a goddamn impossible burger. Uh, from White Castle. Amazing. From White Castle. Amazing. 
Right now, if you've never had one of these impossible burgers, incredible. This is a plant-based burger, right? This shit will make you smack your mama, right? I'm going to be honest with you. Wifey drove by and she said, bro, they got these impossible burgers. Yo. I said, well, bring a couple of them shits on in. And from White Castle, so aesthetically, I grew up on White Castle. You know, so I said, and now that I don't eat meat, you can't eat there. So now, you know, they got the onions on this shit. And wifey bought a few of these home. Nick, <laughs> it's a wrap, right? And I told Malcolm, and Malcolm is very finicky. He's like, I was like, yo, bro. First of all, when I think of White Castle, I just think of crackheads in front of White Castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I think of. Yeah, yeah. Especially on two fifth. Facts. Just crackheads. When I grew up, okay. You know, late night. It was the only thing open at two, three in the morning. Okay. That after we came from the club, we can go to White Castle. And the burgers was cheap. It was like sixty nine cent, so you can get two, three of those, and you know some fries, and you was good, right? And I ingested this, but. What I'm trying to say is... It was incredible. It was an incredible burger, but it wasn't real, right? So what's happening to our digestive system where now they are mimicking what food looks like... And tastes like. And tastes like, right? This is the scary shit. The Matrix has figured some shit out to say, okay, now we're going to give you some shit that look just like meat when you bite into this impossible burger. You're going to swear this shit is meat? I'm, st- I'm still not convinced, like this B. <laughs> that and this shit is uh, plant-based because they're moving us into the next paradigm. It's a little thick, a little salty, you know, a little, little salty. It was great. And it's thicker than the uh, traditional yeah. White Castle yeah. burgers. But me, you know, my mind gets, you know, running. I'm like, wait a minute. They're preparing us for this automated world. Where, uh, like in the Matrix, when yeah. he was eating that slop and shit, yeah, and he was like, "What the fuck?" He said, "Yo, this is all the protein shit your body needs." And then he, uh, I forget, uh, he said, "What? What? What does the Matrix? No, what chicken tastes like?" Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouse, you know yeah, what I mean? In the Matrix. So, so now this, how the fuck do they make some shit that look and taste like beef like that? Right? Yeah. Pay attention. So while it was good, I'm not gonna lie, shit was delicious. It's putting us on the line. So what do we have in the chat room? What are they saying? Get that money, Black Dot. I don't know. Get that money. Yeah, I'm going to get that money for that uh, that uh, Roundup shit. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Uh, I cooked one of them Impossible Burgers when I was a vegan. I cooked it in my house, and the shit smelled gross. Okay, I mean, I don't know what you seasoned it with. I'm just telling you, uh, uh, TJIF got that Beyond Meat. Right, right. The beyond, beyond meat. That's and, that's real plant based. Yeah, like, that's real plant based. You can smell a plant. Yeah, you damn yeah. can smell a plant based yeah. in that. But this one that they're making, this shit bleeds like a burger. So that's uh, that's also telling me that it's um, it's something that they're you know trying out on us along with the auto tune music, the you know, Wi Fi, the five G that mm. they're coming with. They're moving us to a point where they might not have to kill animals no more, which is great. You know what I mean? But we will be eating some artificial shit. Throw Monsanto's in there giving you apples and oranges that are artificial. Yeah. Laced with animal DNA so that, that it grows different. All of this shit is getting weird. Thought your storytelling uh, is crazy, my guy. White Castle, that nasty shit. <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts. That's some uh, nasty shit. But I'm going to tell you, that Impossible Burger is yeah. good, right? And I only say that. Because we do, everything we do here is transparent. It, you know, if I trip and fall and eat a cheeseburger, I'll be the first one to say, bro, I ate a cheeseburger. 
And I only say that because a lot of people are transitioning off of meat. Yeah. But they need the aesthetics. So that's where the whole faking bacon and all of that shit got a birth. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit ain't good for you. That tofu shit and soy shit. None of that shit is really good. You really got to go 100% plant-based. But who the fuck's going to do that, right? Except a few choice people and shit, right? So the aesthetics of knowing you used to go into White Castles, but now you can go in there and get something that's plant-based, even if it's transitional. See, I'm always looking at it from the perspective of transitioning, uh, you know, and I, I, I promote the fake and bacon for those who are making a transition. I promote the conscious community for those who are coming out of church and who have been structured and need to loosen up. But the conscious community is not a final destination. It is a point for you to be de- deprogrammed, so to speak, and then move on on your own personal journey of your knowledge, wisdom and understanding. So. All of these things uh, have a role and a place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you was on fucking Heron, they put your ass on methadone. Which is the same thing. Which is the same shit. Yeah. But it was a liquid That's, form yeah. of the shit yeah. to kind of transition you. And some people transitioned and some people don't. And you know what I mean? So just keep that in mind when we're explaining this. Yeah. Um, ultimately, you want to just be a breatharian. I don't give a fuck. Just mm-hmm. come out and breathe air. Right? But until you do... Right? Yeah. You have to make steps. People who smoke cigarettes, they go to the nicotine patch. Oh, that's just as crazy. It is, but it's the process in which some people are used to break themselves off of certain things. So, you know, keep that in mind as we talk about transitioning in anything. Mm-hmm. Transitioning is not easy. So, for those who are on the fence and you want to see what a vegan burger tastes like, Get that motherfucking impossible burger. Yeah. All right? You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. I'm just a <clears throat> professional complainer. I hope that's not me, huh? Um, this is this has nothing to do with anything, you know. What this is this has to go, this goes on in the culture. But um Summer Madness Seven in the URL Battle League. Summer Madness Seven. They still doing these battle raps? Yes. Why? Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, that just happened in Vegas, in Las Vegas, and apparently, like, I've been reading the recaps, listening to reviews, and apparently, like, it was horrible. Like, okay. people people were choking, like, people weren't, like, you know, they, all the three rounds weren't there, they weren't prepared, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I said that Battle Rap died. In 2012, when Loaded Lux went against Calico, I can't, I can't argue that. When Loaded Lux and that went was, against Calico, it was the epitome. That was Summer Madness too. Okay, that was the epitome of it all. The way they shot that, the angles in yeah. which the cameras came in, and Lux was in his bag, and it was socially, it was perfect. Yeah, it was. Our people whoo. were transitioning, becoming woke yeah. at a time. Whoo. So Lux just opened up a vortex. In which those who wanted to yeah. experience being woke, or, or so that was it, and it was downhill since then. You know what was crazy? Because uh, Smack was talking about it, like they were interviewing him. He 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 looked like he was gonna cry, like he sounded like so emotional because mm, this is his baby. Yeah, he's been like at the forefront, like remember since Smack DVDs. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like he was really at the forefront of this, and now because. Battle rap has gone so commercial, mm-hmm. and what 
um, what I think it was, me personally, um, the the gap between the top tier and the and the it's guys, too big of a gap. It was, it's too big of a talent it's gap. It's too big of a talent gap because when everybody think they can battle rap, say it with me, nobody can battle rap. Yeah. So when there's not enough people harnessing their craft, yeah. and let me tell you how I structure things in my mind. If there's if I was a battle rapper, right? There's three rounds. I would have six rounds right. worth of dope rhymes right. ready to pick and choose based yeah. on the temperament of the crowd yeah. and what your response is to decide which rhymes I'm going to use. I would have my opening round like because you, first that's all, when you're setting it all up. First of all, you, I feel like you need six because your first round, what if you go second? Right, absolutely. You know because remember, Lux, when, remember he, he went against, he went against Clips, right? Mm-hmm. And he, Clips went first. No, no, no. Lux went first. Clips smoked him, right? Mm, right. No, no. See, I'm lying. Clips okay. went first. Killed him. Lux came in with a... Uh, okay, right? Right. Clips went again hard. Died at the second. Died at the end at of the it. At the end of it. Lux came in weak. Came in strong at the end of it. So the way you it have to structure out. your battles, right. like, it has to kind of... Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that means you're taking your craft very seriously. At minimum, six rhymes to go at your throat, right? right? And if I go first or second, if you know, it sets up. These guys have one and a half yeah. fire rounds yeah. and, and hope that they could coast. Yeah, they had months to prepare for this battle. And when too. you have months to pre- don't give me months to prepare for anything. They had I'm months. Virgo. So I'm going to be, oh, we, we overanalyze this Virgo. So I'm going to be so prepared for my battle that you don't know which angle, and then shit, we could take it to the parking lot because I still got to get those other three verses mm. off, right? Once the battle is over and you still talking yeah. shit, nigga, let's take it to the parking lot because I'm gonna let off three more right. verses on you. And then, um, what I think, uh, battle rap got too big too fast too as well because when when I look back because I wrote a couple articles on Urban X, um, that NYC. Couple of, like my, my favorite battles, my favorite K Sean battles, mm-hmm. my favorite Goods mm-hmm. battles, and the battles that were in um, tighter spaces when it wasn't a lot of people, right, were the right. best ones because you can hear everything they, and everybody's just getting it off, right, right. You know what I'm saying, and then the people at home watching, you can decide on your own, like nah, his round was better or like right. he won that. So because once Smack took it to Webster Hall with these big venues, and you had a bunch of novices. Right. Who don't understand battle rap. Oh, don't. And somebody say something. Oh, and then you had stands mm-hmm. who just not like Charlie Clips. Yeah, right. That's cool, but that don't mean that shit he said was right. ill. Right. That's why I always get the battles home, listen, and yeah. be like, okay, I felt this one yeah. won that, and so forth and so on. You so, know what I mean? So it got commercial, and, then, uh, and me- then your boy fucked it up too. Eminem. Eminem. Oh, he... With that... Uh, what was that shit? The Total Slaughter. The Total Slaughter. Total Slaughter. They cut... First of all, they cut Smack out. Absolutely. That's, I don't that's know. I don't know. Move. See, I don't know what the deal was with that. You know what that, that, That's a corporate move that yeah, happens in corporate America. They cut him out and then... They didn't keep it going. Right. 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 Because so they, I guess... They literally rode the wave for one event. And then they bounced. Made, made their money and they And they was bounced. like, we made our money. We out of here. Yeah. And threw it back to Smack and yeah. said, you put the pieces back together. Yeah. And you know, then you know. So now we have a situation where uh, that particular art form is it, it's sort of dying. Yeah. Uh, the only way to me he can get it back is go back to the essence. 
Yeah. And, and you know, re- really good battles. Because first of all, these battles, the battlers, first of they want grip. They want money. Yeah, now money. they want grip because they believe in their own hype. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want and, money. So now yeah. for, him, for him to be able to pay that money, it needs to be at bigger venues. Right. And then it's just a... And it's watered down. Yeah. Yeah, it's watered down. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Also, uh, remember... Uh, the, the guy who shot the dude, shot the black guy in the, in the parking lot in mm-hmm. Florida, he was picked up for manslaughter. Let's clap that shit up. Yeah. We didn't think that that was going to happen. Yeah. Because uh, it was a lot of talk about the stand your ground. Yeah, yeah, but she got a lawyer, right? Yeah. And what the lawyer quickly pointed out, see, again, I'm taking y'all on the jury stand, right? That once the, uh, the black guy pushed him down, and saw the weapon, he started retreating. So now there is no threat. So that little mega second yeah. could be the difference in winning or losing the case, all depending on how good your lawyer is, right? So yeah, he pushed him down. But if he pushed him down and he was continuing to barrel over top of him, okay, he pulled this joint, he killed him. This is an open shut and shut case. Remove your emotions from the equation. That's not what happened, right? That mega second when he saw that gun, he started backing up. And that means you are no longer technically in danger. In danger, and you fired anyway. So now we have a situation where it's been reviewed and we have charges being filed. Yeah. And that's a starting point. Doesn't mean because now we're gonna go to the point where I said where there's a jury involved. Mm-hmm. And that white guy's jury is gonna paint this black guy to be six seven. 700 pounds, uh, and Lord, don't let them have a criminal record. And, yo, the way they pick these juries, I was watching the Trayvon Martin oh, case, and man. the way they were picking the jury, and the way oh, they were that just... that was disgusting. Oh, my God. If you haven't been watching and following the Trayvon Son. Martin trial, the minute I saw those jury, I knew it was over. It's How, how can you not have a, a jury of his peers in the mix on that and pick all white jury and women at that. And then it was oh, t- have a little bit more conservative views. On- it, and it was telling because they were asking the women, they were asking the, the jurors questions about him. And he was, they were just like, yeah, his father wasn't in his life. And that was a lie. But- it's like too bad his father wasn't in his. Then one of the juries was like, yeah, well, um, you know, he, 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 if he had been doing good in school, he wouldn't have been uh, in that neighborhood and wouldn't have got killed. That's like saying if I didn't make a left turn right. and go down a street I've never been down and got shot, I wouldn't have got shot if I didn't get lost on the highway yeah. and get off the wrong exit. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yo. But it goes back into the mindset of how these white people think and view uh, us in particular. On a real just mundane level. On a mundane level. Level, you know what I mean. So, so this is why we don't win in a court of law. This is why the OJ case—he did that shit—was so important to us to get that victory. He did that shit mm-hmm. because it represented years and years of injustice, right? So we didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Right. I yelled out the top of the window, "Free the Jews!" It was a happy moment for me. He didn't that shit. You know what I mean? So just understanding the concept. So I'm hoping that uh, some justice can be had yeah. here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because especially now, their lawyer is going to say that this white man 
is always out in front of this location. Right. He's proven to be a racist, and they're going to bring witnesses forward that say, yeah, he tried to uh, bait me into some shit. He was always trying to bait me. Now, the white guy's lawyer going to say, doesn't matter if he's David Duke. Uh, that has nothing to do with my client's personal way he lives his life. He was pushed down by a 6'7 so gorilla. What I, what I um, learned... Uh, from watching like the OJ case, like the OJ documentaries, in watching the Trayvon Martin thing, it's theatrics. Like I have to paint a picture, no matter what the law says. So you just got if it goes to trial, a wiggle of doubt. If you have to get a jury, you have to. It's now you're you, performing. You're performing. For the jury. You have to paint a picture. So, so uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the one OJ's lawyer, the black Johnny guy. Cochran. Johnny Cochran was in his shit. He was in his bag. If it don't fit you, if it don't fit you, must quit. He opened up the Book of Psalms on their ass, and I know that that that's a ritual. When he opened up the Book of Psalms and started going in, mm. I said, "Oh, Johnny in his bag mm. on their ass." Then he hit him with that shit. If the glove don't fit, you must quit. So then he threw his hip hop shit in there, and then you know OG put the glove on. The shit made them look crazy, and he in his final dissertation when he was going in. I knew OJ was going to walk mm. unless these people just because he just looked each and every He turned this shit into a race war. Mm. Shit ain't had nothing to do with race. Yeah. LJ didn't even fuck with black yeah. people. <laughs> right? He don't even fuck with black people. Let's be clear. He turned that shit into some race shit. Mm. And then he looked at Drew in his face and said, and then it showed them they must acquit. If it's not, boom, you have to acquit. If it's not 100% this, you have to acquit. If there's a wiggle of a doubt, you he started saying that shit. I said, this nigga OJ gonna walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sure enough, he did that shit. He walked and he wrote a book about the shit. Let's not get into OJ because I digress. Yeah. He wrote a whole fucking book about if he did do the shit. Which way he would have turned down. Which, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So we have Urban X on story. Oh, we have an urban excellence story. One story. One, One story. story today. Okay. One story. Oh, we didn't uh, get a lot of people to uh, send us. Listen. So when you so during the week, if you want to have your, I don't know, your new business, uh, you you just graduated. If you want your story told on the podcast, just email us at urbanx.nyc at gmail.com or go through the website urbanx.nyc or just DM us. Facts. On um, Twitter or Instagram, UrbanX underscore NYC. And now I want to see, uh, I want to see some young college students going to college. Yeah, everybody, people going to checking school. into your room yeah. for the first time, your dorm room. You're excited. Your parents are there. They don't want to let you go because I already told Odyssey. You know, I'm gonna have a hard time. She's go. She leaves next year, so I have one year. I can't wait. And I did the math, you know, wait. and. I said I want to give her ten thousand hugs. She said she was three hundred days before she goes, and it and it it equaled out to three hundred hugs a three was it three thousand? No, it was three hugs three hundred hugs a day. That's a l- thirty hugs a day. No, it was three hundred. No, it wasn't. I said ten thousand hugs. How many days to let's, it? Let's get the calculator. Yeah, do the math. Shit, you know, <laughs> ten thousand hugs. Three hundred nine days until I divided by three hundred nine days. That's 32. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. 32 hugs. 33 hugs a day. All right, I was wrong. 32 hugs a day that I have to bestow upon her to get my 10,000. She don't let you get one. She don't let me get one. Yeah. She go, Dad, what? 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 Yeah. I'm like, damn. Well, I'm going to get these 10,000, so they just going to be accruing. 
But long story short, it's going to be a proud moment. We, you know, when we take our daughter up for her moment, uh, you know, to, to, to uh, you and know, that's an urban excellence story. That's, that's an, an urban excellence story. So parents who are doing it now, and you're nervous, you got everything, and your child is going, "Mom, I got it." Yeah, got to overpack. Everybody overpack. Yeah, everybody. Then you got to meet your roommate, and you hope y'all cool. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's a process. My roommate was cool. Shout out to Jaren. He well, he listens to the podcast. Jaren, listen to the podcast. Yeah, shout out to Jaren. That's the yeah, clap yeah. that up for my man Jaren. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Right. Side note, side note, y'all. I told y'all a month ago that I was oh, talking God. about my GED, uh, right? I told y'all, and Odyssey just came out and said, "Dad, you don't have a GED." And I said, "Listen." I got the GED. So wifey mailed off the application, and lo and behold, in the mail, the GED showed up. Let's clap that up. Let's clap that up. (laughs) Right? And so now, now, there's going to be a ceremony here, right? Everybody has to dress up. I'm wearing a cap and gown, and we are doing a, that was the bet. That was the bet. Right? If dad GED shows yeah, up, so now we haven't done, 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 and we're going to film this shit, and we're going to show this shit to y'all, because that's how we do here. You know what I mean? So, big me up. Big me up on that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if Odyssey keep fucking with me, I'll be going to college with her. Cause now I got the papers and shit, and we'll I'll have my backpack and shit, and we'll be going to college together, and that shit'll be real awkward when these dudes try to talk to her. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah, I got that. Stay tuned for the uh, graduation. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going down. But okay, this story of urban excellence goes out to Jared Adams. Okay, he was wrongfully convicted of sexual assault crime. When he was uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Right. He did ten years in he did ten years in jail. He did ten years in jail. Yes. Wow. Wow. So uh, while he was in jail, he started reading, you know, law books and uh, Supreme Court cases. Okay. Okay. And then he got in contact with a lawyer, and then when a lawyer came, the lawyer said, "Yeah, he knew this case inside and out. He knew what he he knew everything." Mm. And then he wound up getting uh, released off of. Uh, all the charges dropped off of ineffective assistance of counsel. Oh, let's clap that shit yes. up. Black man free. Yes. Beat the case. And that, the way he got his charges dropped, that was the same, that was like the same kind of cases he was he had been studying. So when he was reading up on it, he was kind of like, oh. So he was following the protocol and the process. He said that the, um, when he had sex with the girl, um, it was consensual all the way through. He got picked up three weeks later. Mm. And then he had never been arrested before, right? Mm-hmm. So he was thinking, all right, this is going to work itself out and be good. They got um, they, He was extradited to Wisconsin. Ooh, right? so where the laws are a little bit different than Wisconsin? Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if he could afford a oh, lawyer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then, um, so, of course, public defenders. We know how public defenders Ouch. get down. Um, Ouch, I'd rather defend myself. Right, right. And he said that the public defender was saying to him, like, you know, they don't have anything on you. You'll be fine. He wanted to go to jail. Mm, 10 years. Mm, so mm. once he got released. In Let me o- ask you, was he having sex with a white woman? I didn't. I'm not sure. Okay. That sounds. That's a, uh, sounds. Because yeah. if you have sex with a black girl, they go, okay. You know. But a white woman, that's, that's you know. That's yeah, West, Wisconsin, too. He got Yeah, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, I'm yeah. willing to bet my life. Yeah. He was uh, doing, uh, as my mother would call him, snow bunny. 
He was doing a snow bunny. But that's neither here nor there. Right. All right? He, he didn't rape her. Right. All right? So okay. he got out of, he got in 07. Uh-huh. Right? He got his bachelor's degree, and he went to law school. Oh, shit. Clap that He up. graduated in 2015. Graduated in 2015. Yes. Okay. And um, he, last year, he got his first uh, win in the courtroom for getting somebody else off of a sexual assault case. Wow. So now his mission yes. is to take on cases of other people yes. who have been wrongly accused. And so, you see what I'm saying? So not that he needed to go to jail to understand what his mission was, but the fact that that time stilled him and forced him to study. Now he understands the law inside and out, and now he is a vanguard mm-hmm. for those who are wrongly accused. I got to clap that up again. Yeah. Bro, we appreciate you. Brother looks good. You know what I mean? And now he looks like he's ready to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that was dope. That's a dope story. You know, hashtag uh, urban excellence is where we pick ourselves up from our bootstraps. And we never let the system or this kind of stuff defeat us. And in the end, he's the winner. In the end, he's the winner. Facts. Facts. So, you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. That could be you with a $50 uh, Patreon membership. Yes. Right? You can get a chance. It could be, hey, you tuned into Urban X, y'all. It could be whatever you want it to be. You know what I mean? Could be Alejandro. Hey, you know, they didn't find me here. Mm. I thought Malcolm was going to mm. find me, but he didn't find me. I'm thankful because me and my family, we love Malcolm. His father, I don't know so much because his father mm. told him to fire me. But hey, you know, this is Urban X. You are tuned in. This is Alejandro. Could be Alejandro. Could be anybody. So, you know. So, so uh, this, uh, this story is definitely not Urban Excellence. Oh, whoa. So, uh, a grand jury... Reports that over a thousand children have been uh, sexually assaulted by a priest in Pennsylvania mm. through six different um, dioceses in Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So you want me to go in? You... Yeah, I mean, like okay. that was the, that was the perfect alley. Yeah, like, it was the perfect alley. You, um, but I thought maybe you had some. You wanted to kick some stuff. Here's the thing, guys, and I've been preaching this to you guys. These people are weirdos. And I don't think you understand the magnitude of just how weird these people are. Mm. Here's the question I want to ask that I didn't pose before. Where the hell are they finding these kids? Mm. Where the hell are they finding a thousand kids who are going along with this shit? Let me tell you, let me add something else to that. I think the parents are in on this shit too. It's impossible for that many kids to be available. And if they say a thousand, it was probably five thousand. All right, they they always like to keep the numbers low to you know try to soften uh, the blow. These white parents, because it ain't no black kids. Only black kids they getting are the ones whose parents uh, don't allow, who are not around parenting them. Really quick story. Um, my freshman year in high school is a rival high school in the Bronx called Cardinal Hayes, right? Yes. And the principal got knocked. For having a relationship with one of the students, right? The student wasn't going home. He was actually living in the school. He was taking showers in the school. Ooh. And the principal got caught with one of the students. Okay. And so, it's, I don't know. I don't think he was black either. That's, no, no, no. But I, mean, I don't think he was white either. Okay. I'm, I just got finished saying. No, I'm, I'm just, you have these yeah. loose. They do these psychoanalysis on these kids. But most of these kids are white. And remember, a lot of these parents 
abuse their own children. Mm. A lot of these white parents abuse their own children. I, I'm going to say it again. It's the culture. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing the point. This is not random. This is not a goddamn anomaly. This is a way of life. And because it's a way of life, they offer their kids over to the diocese, you know what I'm diocese, saying? The yes. diocese. Yes. And allow them, you have, how many reports you got to read before you say, my kid is not going there? Now, I told you the story before when Marcus, your older brother, came home and said, yeah, they, they want to take us away on a camping trip. I said, nigga, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he looked at me like, what? I said, nigga, you ain't going nowhere. We sent you to the school just because of the graduation rate. I know how they get down. They get you at the little camping trips. Allow you, we're going to let you do a little something different. Drink a little alcohol, get your ass loose, and next thing you know, it's a wrap. Right? So, no. I said, no. Then they tried some slick shit and said, yo, well, they want pictures of the family. You ain't getting no pictures of my family either because I know how the ritual work. You know what I'm saying? Go. So, he was pissed until he grew up later and understood that this is the process. So, it's going on extremely heavy. Now, that just happened in Philly. A thousand kids in Philly. How many kids in New York? How many kids in Chicago? Mm -hmm. How many kids in Milwaukee? How many kids in Kansas? And they all and they um and uh, the people were going in on the uh, the diocese for covering it up. They, they have to cover but it up. It's, but but it's so systemic. It's so weird. And then remember that, that should go still... all the way up to Hollywood. It's listen. Keep listen. Family mm. out there, watch your children. I didn't let my kids spend a night at nobody's house. I wouldn't give a fuck if you was family or not, and you could take that personal. My kids ain't spending the night. I'm sorry, because it only takes once. You know what I mean? And I did that because you have to guard your children, and for that many children to be like, here, go, go. And you look at the damn uh, 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 swim uh, instructor for the Olympics. Oh, right, right. Said, like, like, give me a break. Right, the trainer. The trainer, give right. me a break. Right? So this is systemic. This is their culture. Look at their artwork. Look at, you know what I'm saying, study the Greeks, study the Romans. And, and, and they're getting tired. I saw something on YouTube where this guy was, was butt-fucking a pig. I don't know. Did you see that? No. He was in the pig pen going in on the pigs. And that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and y'all sitting around understanding that what's morally uh, incorrect for you is how these people get down. I, I, I can't continue to preach it enough. Don't send your kids to these, uh, you know, these Catholic churches. Don't send your kids to these goddamn churches. Let's start there. Facts. All right? Facts. And take it any way you want to take it. Facts. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. This is one of the stories we didn't get to last week. Okay. Uh, so these are, the, they're going to be the first male cheerleaders on the NFL sideline. Oh, yeah. On the yeah. Rams. So, so okay. God's gonna, he gonna, he gonna do one of them big splits, and his ball sack is gonna be in my face so with this my is... 4K TV when I'm usually watching the ladies. <laughs> you know, now a nigga's ball sack is gonna be staring at me. No, I didn't understand this move because first of all, football, football fans, right, very masculine, very masculine and homophobic and just and by nature, right? Because it's a a beastly like, sport, right? It's barbaric. So we like people's heads to almost get knocked off. What's the point? And now a nigga gonna be like, hey. First of all, they're 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 <laughs> First of all, they're already destroying 
Uh, and if you catch me with my mouth open, like I'm <laughs> sipping my beer, and then your ball sack, and, and that's just gonna. Can be... I finish? All right, all right, all right. Damn. Okay. But um, what's I? See, I forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, well, I don't get the move with this because I don't. I, I think I, it's gonna do more harm than good. Okay. No. No. Listen. Listen. You guys have accepted all of this. L B G G Q W Z. All that shit, right? Mm. Like this is just. The culture we live in now, right? So now, it's it's crossed over into because these people are always fighting for more and more. They want to break new barriers, right? So these guys, do you know their names? No. And why is she there? I think. Does she have a ding ding? Like is she like a, a no? She she. I think she's. I, I, I'm just saying she has. A, she a trans? No, nah, I think she's just a regular cheerleader. Because if she opened her legs. And her ding ding fall out. I think I'm I'm turning from the game, and that's not being homophobic. I'm just saying. First of all, the way they're calling these games now is horrible. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. But that could be tied into I don't know all of it. Well, listen, you can't give people and and, and I want to be clear. Whatever rights they have, it's their right to do so. We can't be picky and choosy about when we want to advocate. For people's rights. Oh, that's, right? that's, that's what Twitter is. That's oh, okay, what, but I'm that's just... What, that's what the society is now. But I'm just letting you know yeah. they're going to crucify you yeah. if all of a sudden you go, whoa, whoa, <laughs> I ain't have any problems with the gays, but not during my football game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's now, exactly. with the way they're tackling, now you can't tackle nobody. Yeah. You, you got to go two-hand touch. You can't. <laughs> so two-hand touch, nigga, ball sack, bing, there's a ball. The pretty girl, oh, you thought that was a girl? No, boop, hush it, pop out. <laughs> Fuck Kaepernick. This shit is, now, you, that's when I'm boycotting. I ain't boycotting doing Kaepernick. I'm boycotting because niggas' ball sacks is falling out to cheerlead a cop, you know. And then what about the person at the bottom of the stack? You know, they do the stack shit, and I got to hoist the nigga up. And now, instead of looking at like a beautiful, maybe round ass, I'm looking at a nigga with like his shit leaning. That's just gonna be. But you know, you know what's another important point in this? NFL cheerleaders don't get paid. Yeah, they don't get. They get paid crumbs. Right, but this is prestige or something like they, you know. But so and they get treated very bad. So how you how you think they're about to get treated? By the dudes on the team, the people in the stand, it's gonna be stuff thrown at them. I yeah. Nope, that's nope. going to do more harm than good. I'm telling you. Okay. okay. Uh, what are they saying in the chat here? And is uh, is Black Dot Band is the show band? Because uh, you know that might have went too far. Well, we may have to give a press release and say we're banned. So what are they saying out here in the chat? Some good drink in that cup. Yeah, they got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm checking out <laughs> the new uh, Brown Ciroc by uh, P Diddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's okay. It's uh it's like a, a poor man's henny. All right, I don't get this move either. Uh, you know, peanut butter on the stick. Yeah, that shit gonna get crazy. NFL is done. She's a man baby, perhaps. Dookie love is not normal. Agreed. Dude. <laughs> I, I'm just reading out loud Damn. what people are saying. Oh, real quick. So, uh, Joel Santana, I don't know if you remember. He got caught with a gun in the airport. Joel he ran. Santana he had, had the gun. He ran. Okay, yeah. In, in the airport. They found the gun in his bag. He ran. Right. He, um, he pleads guilty to gun charge and his face is 20 years in prison. Ouch. For a gun? 
Like, did he not know the gun was in his That's what bag? he said. Yo, I don't understand how people get caught with guns in the airport. Here's the thing. These dudes travel from city to city so much on tour. You got to protect yourself. You know, the goons are trying to get you. He might have took a bus to one city, did his show, and then he was flying out and forgot the joint was in his bag. You know, and, you know, so, because, you know, I, I, 20 years. God damn. 20 years. Would he take a male cheerleading job as probation? That's the question. <laughs> Would Jules Santana go to jail or kick his hairy ass in the sky and... No, more, no more drink for you during the show, V. Okay, I'm just saying. Right. I have a question. Though. Eli has a question. Um, what, what's the difference between this and college football? Well, college football... I mean... That's a very good question because Eli's pointing out that was a good question that they have male uh, cheerleaders in college football. You asked me about this off air. I did. I did. It's no difference because I see college football play teams. So you're used to having nut sacks in your face. But that's like the like the pause. That's like the spirit squad. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but see college right? College is a little bit more. That's like the yeah yeah, right right, and it's usually it's usually the guys at the bottom, right? The guys are usually at the bottom. Holding up the girls and just you know so college they, team spirit. So wouldn't they be doing the same thing in NFL? I don't know. I just was trying to make a funny and say if you gotta hoist that nigga up, <laughs> and under his shorts is a surprise. <laughs> Shit, it get crazy. All right, all right. So um, and but but I, I'm but now I'm a, now I'm gonna twist this shit on y'all because a lot of y'all are very homophobic. Okay, so and I'm just gonna say this. And I'm not trying to be funny. Malcolm, if you were a male cheerleader and for the New York Giants, mm-hmm. I would come to every game and I would cheer you on. And I'm just keeping it a buck because you're my son. All right? And I would fight these fuckers in the crowd <laughs> for calling you a bitch ass for doing this shit. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It will be fights every week in the crowd because that's my goddamn son. You know what I mean? Look what Magic Johnson got to go through with EJ. Yeah. Right? Now, and, and, this, and I wrote this in the book, so I'm being funny about it, but I'm being true. There's something about what you stand for, and this is going to make people really nervous. Your butthole going to get tight in the chat room, right? You stand for all of this straight, you know, pride shit, and that's great. And then one of your children decide. Yeah, that I'm they, not gonna lie. That is my worst. They fear. delve into that realm because society now is a little different. No, it's not my worst. That's what not, am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to right, say right. I believe in this, or as a parent, I'm gonna stand by my child? I'm telling you now. I'm standing by my child. Y'all can call me all kind of coons. I may not agree with it. I'm not saying you have to agree. It's no different than your daughter. You find out she's a prostitute or a crackhead, and you don't agree with the lifestyle. But this is what we're facing as a black community. So it's not as easy as fuck that shit, fuck all the homos, you know, and shit like that. It When that shit hit home or you come home with a white girl, you know what I mean? Dad, I found true love. And I'm like, great, son. Bring her in. <laughs> Holy shit. You done brought home Betty. And you are adamant about your love mm. for Betty. What am I supposed to do? Right. Right? 
It won't. It won't. Hey, girl. You know, hey, you know, y'all eat collard greens because we gonna. <laughs> y'all put raisins in y'all collard greens. Don't don't worry about it. We Everybody don't, in the chat. We don't, don't. We, don't, we don't put raisins in our collard greens. <laughs> y'all macaroni and cheese is all soupy. No, we we bake ours. You know, we we give it a nice bake to make sure. Oh, y'all put mayonnaise on everything. We don't even fucking eat mayonnaise. Like we don't do that. Okay. All right. All right. No. So, my thing, my, my fear with having children in general, right? Right. You can raise them right, you know what I'm saying? Your values you get instilled. And, like, what if, like, they do something stupid, like they murder somebody or something, right? It's just, like, it's, it's, one it's of those not up things, to you. It's really, you do the best job you can do as a parent. Oh, man. That's, so that's you a, that's saw Lawrence Fishburne in, uh, what's the movie? Uh, 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 Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. When uh, uh, your man got in the car and he was going yeah. to seek revenge and he had the marbles in his hand yeah. and he was rolling those marbles, what he was saying, that was symbolic of him saying, I've done the best job I can do. Now it's on you to make the right decision. And the way society is structured now, <laughs> I saw on YouTube, you might have saw it, the three-year-old uh, bisexual kid. He was three years old, and they're pushing him as a bisexual kid. Like, he's already made up his mind at three. Now, how the fuck is that even possible? And, but, but understand the world that we are facing. The hell? Right? So, you know what my stand is? I'm homophobic. I believe you can catch gay. That shit get on your hand. You rub that shit in your eye. And, hey, they're gonna you shut fucked us down. up. So, they're gonna you shut know, us it down. is what it is. But... But with that being said, I respect your decision to live your life as you see fit, right? You may go and find love, dookie love, uh, <laughs> Tootsie Roll love, Betty White love. I don't know. When you go out into the world, you might find all kind of shit. I cannot be held to that. You know what my standards is. Right. You know how I feel. Yeah, like, you know. I know we're going to get canceled. Uh, I'm trying to get the show canceled. I'm tired of doing this shit. Malcolm is beating me in my underarm pits. He's beating me like in the top of my head where my hair is and on the bottom of my feet. And he's making me do these shows. I, I, I don't like none of this shit. <laughs> this is the black dot. And I, I approve this message. Okay, now. Okay. No, no, let, let's, let's reset. Let's reset. You are tuned into the sounds Jeez. of Urban X. Okay, let's reset. Let's reset. We might have to cut that out. Oh, another week, uh, uh, a black woman, she was punched in the face by an Asian uh, beauty store owner. Right, right. I saw that. Yeah, so what happened was, the backstory, um, the woman, her name was April Harding. She was getting into an argument with the guy because he was pressing her about her three-year-old. With a 99-cent toy, With right? a 99-cent toy. She had already paid for her stuff. And you know how kids get. Kids... Uh, you know, they pick up things right. on the way out. So he ran out the store like the kid stole yeah. a whole bunch of shit. So I believe she threw the shit back in the store, but he continued to press her. Right. And then she just flinged her arm. She ain't strike him. Right. She flung her arm. Like if you see it, like, it kind of... Yeah, you kind of see yeah, it. Yeah, it kind of, yeah. And you know how we talk with... That's what I'm saying. We we talk with our hands. So you might get smacked in your face just on me doing like this. And it ain't nothing personal. Side note, the way we used to start fights... Back in the day, like if you didn't want to fight, oh, you, and you, I didn't want to fight, you had the middleman. The middleman to put yeah. his hand out, hit you, and then hit you, and then y'all would fucking tussle, like y'all couldn't figure that shit out on your own. Really weird kid shit. That's that's some really weird kid shit. 
But in this situation, he clocked his sister in her fucking eye. Yeah, he was bleeding. Up her yeah. She was bleeding. Yeah. And I'm going to say it again. And this time I'm going to say it in cold because the show was already canceled. Uh, the triad would go in the store. The triad, not black people, the Chinese mafia would just go in the mm. store with no cameras on because this can't be about on your Instagram and somebody would just duff him out. Duff his ass out. Mm. With no cameras, mm. right? This is very simple. I don't know who who, who built you guys. You, you Instagram niggas with the guns on the camera and all the cash. But yet a Chinese dude just punched our sister in her mouth. <coughs> and it's all good. You see what I'm saying? This has to stop. And y'all got to, I know y'all in this social media era where you think everything needs to be filmed. No, you walk in the store. You unplug his camera. In the store... Talking about the triad, and you duff him the fuck out, and that's the end of the story. It's nothing else to be said. What about the black cop that beat up homie? Oh, that was ridiculous. That Do you was, have any pictures for, of that? Mm. All right, that black cop in Philly? Yeah. Was it Philly or Baltimore? No, it was Baltimore. 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 Who just duffed out that black guy like he had that an was, issue. That was MMA style. Yeah, he like, just... And that was over an ID. And over an ID. Dude didn't show his ID, and, and, and I'm always preaching for black cops to... Patrol our communities because mm -hmm. they know when we move our hands like that, that it's nothing. Right. That's the way we talk. That proved it all wrong. And that proved my theory all wrong. All wrong. And he quit. Yeah. He quit. Well, he, he got fired. He got he, once the tape surfaced or yeah. something. Okay. Well, they they're still investigating him because they, I think they're gonna bring him. No, 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 he actually got indicted. He needs to be really indicted. quick but, because he showed a hatred for black people. But look how fast they got him. But when it's a white cop, right? You got to go through all paperwork. Duty. And desk duty, or he just getting his checks, pay leave or something. You know what I'm saying they got him early. They got him early. But that's <laughs> just a um a, a sign to show you like if you you can be in that blue wall, but once you're not, but you're not white. There, Dude, you know what I'm saying there's the blue wall, and then there's the white wall. Right, right. right? Within that blue within wall. the blue wall, yeah, right. and and we we understand how that operates. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he deserves to be um. Indicted because that was that was that was fucked up. Even his partner was trying to. If you see his partner, his partner was yeah. like, "Yo, yeah. like, dude, like <laughs> this shit is crazy." Yeah, like, you wilding, you wilding. Yeah. So that was crazy. Any questions from the chat? Let's go to the chat. He resigned. Oh, but, he resigned. But they, but they they brought him up on charges. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He resigned, but uh, the triad gonna get his ass. This video, the black cop resigned. Okay. That was crazy. That dude was uh, mad at his wife that day. Probably so. Uh, William, the young guard, Sanders, he probably was mad at his wife. Because remember, uh, 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 George Zimmerman had an argument with his wife that yeah, night. Yeah, and that then was, as a result, deep. it resulted in him killing uh, Trayvon Right, uh, uh, you know what I mean? So he was angry. He was already filled with anger. That was that was. And deep. then a lot of these police officers are on steroids. You know what I'm saying? They bodybuilders. They're on steroids. And let me just say this: they cannot. To you, to them, you a bunch of gorillas. Mm -hmm. That's it. And they're just here, uh, 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 patrolling the zoo. They have no feeling, no compassion for you. It's like. If a bear ran up on me and I go, yo, bear, 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 chill, man. I got a family, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just graduating. You know, I just lost my job, man. And the bear's going, huh? 
And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You know, we can get high a little bit, and the, me and the bear going over my problems. That's not the way it works. The bear's just, you just fool to the bear. Yeah. The bear can't process this shit you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we keep looking, we keep showing white people and, and, and looking for compassion and sympathy, and they're going, bro, I, I can't. I can't. I wish I could feel <laughs> this emotional yeah. shit you talking. But you look like a snack. You know what I mean? And I'm ready to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like in Kentucky or Memphis when they shot that young kid in his back this week. Yeah. Right? He was running from the police officer. He was in a stolen car. Mm -hmm. Let's let, we hear we deal with transparency. He was in a stolen car and he had a gun on him. Right? However, he took off running. The police officer was running behind him and said, fuck this shit. Got in his position and shot him in his goddamn back. Just that move. With, because to you, you just a gorilla fucking running away. That's all they see. And so charges have been brought up here and we'll see uh, where this goes. So these people have been raping, torturing, murdering us for 400 years. And we going, yo, man, like they're going to go, you know what, man? Damn, man. I, my fault. You, until yeah. you showed that shit to me on tape, my fault, man. I, I, I didn't know we was doing that to y'all, man. Until he kneeled. Until he know. kneeled. I didn't, I didn't know there was even issues, man. My fault. We the white people, man. We sorry. No. It doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, I saw a headline of an article. It said, like, uh, white men is, like, one of the most offensive things. It was written by a white dude. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, one of the most offensive terms you can call somebody. Mm. Right? And that goes to, that goes because um, a lot of white people now they're trying to flip the narrative and become the victim because right, they're saying right. in a um, in a social political world that they're always being attacked, so we actually are the victim now. Right, victim consciousness. Yeah. Now they're gonna reverse that shit on you. Right, and it, it, it's throwing black. They, they they call it gaslighting. Like it's oh, throwing black, black people, people for, confused for a loop. Like wait, what? Like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So you yeah. You yeah. victim? Oh shit, man! Yeah, you know black people, we get real confused, man. I'm sorry about that yeah. shit, man. All this time, man, I thought my people get raped and tortured, mm -hmm. tortured and murdered, and castrated. But right now, you. But right now, yeah. cause we, you know something, man, we was wrong, man. We just gonna go out and march, man, and go home, man. That's all we gonna do, man. So that's what we're dealing. With. So uh, there was a woman. Um, she put up a Facebook status or Instagram status that she got denied by a job. Because of her, and it said in the email her ghetto name. Now the the um the company said oh Shaquita. I, no her name was Hermisha. Hermisha, okay, all right, I was close. Shaquita <laughs> Hermisha, yeah, it's got that Misha yeah. in there, you know, you know how we do, all right. But so um and it's probably some comedic shit too, but that's besides this point. I didn't but um so the 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 company said that the email was hacked. It wasn't really them that sent that. Blah, blah, blah. But then it started a dialogue, right? So people are saying, yeah, we should, like, yeah, it's wrong for us to be judged on our names, right? Especially, mm -hmm. like, saying you have a ghetto name or something like that. Mm -hmm. But as parents, should you be more responsible of not naming your kid something, quote, unquote, ghetto because it could affect their opportunities? Okay. First of all, I didn't want your little raggedy ass to begin with. I met your dad in a fucking club. He was a trapper. You know what I'm saying? I was young. He was young. We was doing drugs. And now I have you. And that motherfucker don't even want to take care of you. Let's, let's rewind it back to 
you know, the, the essence of the situation. A lot of these uh, people shouldn't be having kids. Okay. You know what I mean? So when you talk about the IQ of somebody in the ghetto who shouldn't be having kids, all bets is off. Okay. Name the kids fucking Mercedes and shit and all kind of, you know what I'm saying? So those who are, are, are welcoming children, yeah. parents who are usually together involved, who are, are welcome this new being, are usually more, you know, together in what they want to name the child because the name means so much more. Okay. Right? So I want to take all of that into consideration and then come to find out some of those Hermesha, Shamira, uh, uh, Sharima names, uh, phonetically, they mean something. You mm. know what I'm saying? That a lot of our people probably didn't know at the time, but when you reflect upon it, but... That only comes into play if you, your children are going to participate in the matrix. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In white society and they need to go into corporate America and get a job. If your children will never need a job for any specific reason, yeah. welfare, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Because remember, that's systematic. Yeah. Or they're running their own business. They can call themselves Mufasa. Who, who, yeah. who gives a shit? I remember I was in college you know I mean? and one of my professors, like he was going on attendance he was like, Malcolm X Bowser. He was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. God. Not only you threw the Malcolm in there, we threw the X in there. Yeah. He's like, for real? Marcus Musiah. That's his brother's name. Marcus Musiah. Elijah Muhammad. No, Elijah Ishmael. You That's, know what I'm saying? We threw, yeah. But we threw his grandfather's yeah. name. Because here's the thing. We named him Elijah. See, Marcus Musiah. Right. Marcus X. Mal- Malcolm. Malcolm X. Yeah, you know, He's drinking too much. I'm drinking, huh? right? And then when it came to Elijah, um, his grandmother wanted to name him because we was going to name him Pharaoh. You know what I mean? Right, right. He would be the original young Pharaoh right now. You know what I'm saying? We was going to name him Pharaoh, but so what happened was she was like, no, 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 because she knew I was on some, some pro-black <laughs> shit. You will not name him no goddamn foul. You know what that shit mean in the Bible, Dwayne. You know what I mean? So she got slick and said, we're going to call him Elijah. Now, she's talking about Elijah in the Bible. <laughs> I'm talking about Elijah Muhammad. So I said, yep. Okay, Grandma, you win. We'll just we'll settle on Elijah. And that's how he yeah. became Elijah, you know what I mean, right. and it made Grandma happy, and the shit made me happy, and here we are. Yeah. And then we had another child. Um, What's her name? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was one more kid. It was Marcus Messiah, Malcolm X, Elijah, Odyssey, Odyssey, yeah, Odyssey. You know, we had her too. That had nothing to do with nothing. No, that had nothing to do with nothing. We just was like, here it is. Yeah. No, but we named her after my mother, who's right. Name was Odessa, but we didn't want to hit her with the southern shit. <laughs> Got her fucked up. Odessa? Your name is Odessa. I think I used to own your family. Odessa what? So we, we didn't want to do that to her shit. So we just kind of juxtaposed a few of the letters on her and came up with Odyssey. And, you know, she's about to launch her clothing line. Mmm. We're not supposed to talk about that. See what, I mean, yo, this, see what I be saying? All right, I, nobody talk to daddy for 30 seconds. Everybody quiet. Don't even talk in the chat. Yeah, don't even talk you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So what do we have going on here? Because I'm ready to get out of here. It's hot. Yeah, for real. And, uh, you know. Oh, real quick. Funny story. It's not funny, but it is funny. funny so, <laughs> not funny, but it is funny. So in Suffolk, 
Virginia. Suffolk, Virginia. Somebody was shot <laughs> over discussing who should play Aretha Franklin in her biopic. This just came through? This happened today. Somebody was shot over who should play. Let me think. I, let me give you who I say should play. It, it was, they, were, they were arguing. Wait, whether... wait, wait, wait. Don't give me the, don't give me the names. I'm going to say Mary J. Blige. They were, they were, the actual fight was over whether or not Halle Berry should play her in the biopic. That is not going to work. Somebody got shot over that. Oh, sh- see? See, the hood don't play. <laughs> you get shot over a lot of shit in the hood. You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. shot over a lot of shit. Now, let me tell you a story. It's not related to that. But, you know, I always got to give you a ghetto story as we, we exit here. My Bill Cosby ghetto story. I was on a train. This had to be in the 80s. Me, Uncle Chill. Mm-hmm. My man Steve, my man Gary, we on the train, right? And we in the back cars because, you know, that's where you smoke your cigarettes and you do all your cool stuff in the back. All of a sudden, the train door flies open, and this guy threw a bottle at us. No big deal. Okay, we just ducked the bottle. Hey! He threw 75 bottles at us before he stopped. 75, I know that sounds crazy. So, what had happened? How long was, how long was the train door open? I'm, no, no. I'm, the, the train is moving. He, oh, so the middle he, door. The middle door. He, oh, okay. The okay. train stopped. I mean, the, he opened that door and he threw a bottle. Glass and bottle. And then a glass bottle. It was okay. all glass. There was no plastic back then. And then he kept reaching in his sleeves. And he kept throwing bottles for 10 Minutes, this is no exaggeration. I think somebody had beat him up on a train yeah. before. He went through the station and gathered every bottle he could possibly <laughs> find and stored them shits all. And he, he showed up with a parka jacket filled with bottles. And he kept throwing these goddamn bottles on us. And this was a long train stop. And every time we went to go rush him, he threw more bottles. I think Steve and one of the dudes went up because you can go up under the seat. Back in the day and hide. And then when the doors opened, we got off. He jumped off the train, jumped the tracks, and ran off. <laughs> and we never saw him again. What train was this? This had to be the one train or the two train. And ASAP Rocky said it. Anything is better than that one I train. I kid you not, you can ask Uncle Chill. He had to throw between 50 and 75 bottles at us. So how did he assume that it was you guys? He didn't. He just was delusional. Oh. It wasn't us. He just saw a whole bunch of guys in the last car, and maybe the train before something happened to him, and he started firing these bottles. And he never stopped firing them. That's the, uh, the ghetto story of the... Uh, I'll, I'll compile these one day. Yeah, yeah. You, one day you need to compile all these stories. All yeah. these stories are true stories. I'm going to tag my man Steve in this one because he got a vivid memory. And uh, yeah, didn't I think he jumped the track and ran the other side? Yeah. And they just took off. So do we have any huh? questions in the chat? Any, Black guy, Spanish guy, it was a Spanish guy. Any, any questions? Any questions in the chat? Uh, my wife is saying something about drinking. Like No, I take the drink. Oh, take the drink? I shouldn't be drinking? Yeah, you should not be drinking. Oh, oh take the drink from me? It's not that serious. This is watered down... Uh, Ciroc. <laughs> See, somebody else said it. <laughs> take that, take that man's cup. Yeah. See. Another story. Listen, not this ain't even a story. When I used to get high, I never had to spend money for get high. Like people would get me high, to guarantee that their high was a success. So ah. they, I never had to buy weed ever ah. as a kid ever. 
because I, I'd go into a zone and it would make the high cut. Uh, will you get Tommy Sotomayor? No. Uh, no. <laughs> we won't wait, be doing wait, that. Will you get Tommy Sotomayor? What? No. Nothing. Uh, God, please don't get shut down. Yeah, they're going to shut us down. No, they're not. They're going to shut us down. Because we have other great content on this channel. We have book reviews. We have interviews with chefs. We have interviews with authors. Malcolm beats me. Huh? See? See? Huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, what were you saying? You were saying something prior to that. Are we just checking the chat? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just, I just want a question. Like, we never get questions. Questions. Like, a uh, uh, support us on, uh, you know, the uh, Patreon. The Patreon. Please support that. Uh, you know, we got some big things coming, but support what we're doing right now. I've taught three classes already, and I think they're really decent yeah, classes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to... Uh, uh, no Tommy Sotomayor, no Brother Sanchez, no Alex Jones. No... Yeah, yeah, none of that. You know, that's not what we do here. Do you smoke cool... One- Did I used to smoke cool 100s? No, my mother used to smoke cools. I used to smoke Newport. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do acid... When, when is uh, Lord Jamal coming on? And somebody asked, when is Brother Oba coming back? Uh, I believe Brother Oba is still in Cuba. Mm. Uh, Lord Jamal, I got to hit him up. You know what I'm saying? You know, his schedule. Either he's doing his show or they're, yeah. you know, they're doing the brand Nubian thing. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, with that being said. Uh, yeah. T- uh, so I want to end the show with a little something special tonight. Okay. We love you out there. We appreciate your continued support for what Definitely. we do. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, UrbanX underscore NYC. Uh, go to the blog for our written articles, UrbanX.NYC. And follow us on Patreon. Yeah. Urban Exclusives. All of that good stuff. And we want to end this with Aretha Franklin. We love you. Here we go. Looking out on the morning to feel so uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day Lord, it made me feel so tired Before the day I met you I was so
This podcast is brought to you by Paper, tutors for all. When students struggle at school, finding a tutor can make a real difference. But tutors are expensive and most families can't afford one. What if that changed? What if tutoring was affordable? What if it was free? What if it was available 24-7 in multiple languages? Now it is. With Paper, schools can offer every single student free 24-7 access to tutoring. Visit paper.co to find out if your child has access to paper today.